Unique Ways with Thomas Gerard emerges with people from all walks of life who through their own unique angle succeed and flourish. Enjoy the ride and welcome to Unique Ways, an audio podcast. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Unique Ways with Thomas Gerard, an audio podcast. Um, we've got a super awesome guest today joining us from India. He's a director of B Studio India, and he's a product design faculty at Ajinkya D.Y. Patel University School of Design and former head of department at Symbiosis. Please join me in welcoming Kushal Jadhav. Welcome, Kushal. Yeah, hi, welcome. Uh, thanks a lot, everyone. And uh, I also welcome you all to have a chat with me, a short session. <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay. Are you ready for 20 questions? Yes, sir. I am. Great. Number one, tell me a little bit more about yourself. What do you do? Okay. So my name is Kushal. I do a lot of stuff. Uh, I am an industrial designer by uh, my qualification. Uh, I am a design educator. So I have uh, I have taught and mentored in uh, two, three design colleges here in India. I uh, have also been... Uh, as a jury member to many other colleges in the in this country and uh, i do freelance uh, uh, design work in variety of uh, design projects so these range from industrial uh, parts to automotive parts consumer electronics home automation smart devices i have done uh, prefab houses and villas so in short, it's uh, it's not just a huge experience, but also a huge learning from all of these things which I do. So, but yeah, so I am a designer and I do everything related to design. So that's what I do. That's great. Um, just a note for our audience, um, Kushal and I met in a, a education city near Mumbai, um, uh, where he was teaching and I was teaching as well. Uh, I had an assistant professor role for a short time there. Um, yeah. Question two, what's a key piece of knowledge that makes you different? Hmm. So uh, as such, every person's work is different. So but I've always tried to have some uh, some different approach uh, to the task at hand. So, for example, for any physical product design, I after my initial research phase, I mostly try to make uh, physical mockups instead of sketching and then uh, doing something digital. I directly go to physical mockups and then, then I evaluate each of them as ideations. So I'm not much influenced by the general knowledge around it. Uh, or the design that exists, I usually start, I always start from scratch and try to evolve organically. So uh, again, key piece of knowledge is uh, start from the beginning and evolve organically. So in, in, in the end, the outcome does tend to be unique in some ways. So that's my key piece of knowledge, which has helped me uh, quite a lot in the, in the professional domain. That's awesome. It sounds like a very specific way of making or prototyping. Um, yes. I, do a, I do a series of talk workshops called Unique Ways of Prototyping, which is um, very conceptual. I feel like yours is very hands-on, which is very cool. Yes, 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 yes. 
Um, number three, why this of all things? Why do you do what you do? Uh, why do I do? Uh, uh, so I have studied engineering uh, initially, and I have also some uh, studied some networking also. The knowledge uh, did connect to me, but only when I practically applied it somewhere. So like drafting in a structural uh, member. But later, when I got in touch with an architect who designed my parents' house, I really got involved in the process. And then he saw it. Uh, he saw, he tried to train me with the basics of architecture. And for the first time, the learning process became my motivation. So then I started digger, uh, digging deeper into something which is called as a design process. Uh, that's when I applied for design education for my own education. And then I was overwhelmed with this thing. I was always hungry for more, uh, than just the courses which were conducted. So I took freelance work in my first semester itself. And then I never looked back after that. So I could work continuously for two, three days at a stretch and still be energetic. Uh, and this was, of course, 15 years back. Now I need to sleep and take rest in between. But uh, still, I have the same energy and, and curiosity uh, of that time. So uh, I do because of this, because it has given me my profession or my work has given me continuous motivation each and every single day. And the best thing about uh, product design freelancing is that uh, every day you are on the edge. So you are trying to complete something. So my yesterday is uh, very different from uh, today and very different from tomorrow also. So that's why I do what I do. I like the uh, daily challenges and the daily curiosity and uh, it keeps me awake and keeps me energetic. Nice. I like your vulnerability about um, starting as, with an engineering background, you know, teaching in India, product design, interaction design, communication design. A lot of my students yeah. started off with engineering and only later after they proved that they could go through with engineering, were they allowed yeah. to study design? That was a very common path. Yes, um, yes. Number four, what does your future look like? Uh, my own future. So just like I mentioned, it will definitely be different from my past and the present. Okay. So although I do plan for some aspirational things, uh, like I would like to have some small workshop to build things, which I have designed myself. I have also researched, uh, in some new things like food preservation and new foods, uh, and would like to create new products into these things. I would also venture into something, uh, 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 which is which is quite similar to my uh, current profession but it will my current profession as an educator or a teacher will take the uh, back foot and i will be attached to education quite intermittently so uh, but of course this won't happen soon uh, but i will definitely do it in the near future and just to sum it up i uh, i'll try to go back to my basics and work uh, I think till my body permits to do and then get ready to try something new, but it, it's always in design. So I will definitely uh, work in design, but uh, taking the next step is to uh, maybe going back to my basics and working something which is of exceptional uh, quality. 
Nice. You know, here in Canada, there's definitely a feeling that traditional education and traditional educational institutions are evolving in a somewhat precarious or unpredictable way. Um, and mm -hmm. we all have to kind of be ready to uh, to maybe do something different. Um, it's yes. interesting to hear that you're in that space as well. Yeah. So the thing is, uh, after I completed my design education, I immediately got into uh, freelancing and then starting my, uh, what do you call, visiting uh, sessions with uh, different colleges. So I think past one decade, I couldn't get time to work on the uh, quality of my own, uh, what do you call, design quality. I've done a lot of projects and uh, I have given my best to it. But then somewhere I have to stop work on something which is really exceptional in terms of my own uh, uh, belief and then maybe make it and give it to the world. So that's my... Uh, that's what I would like to do in the future. It may be something which is a physical product. It may be something like uh, a digital product or it may be something like uh, anything. It could be anything which is there, which is valid in the future. So that's what I would like to do. Great. That sounds exciting. Um, number five is uh, a unique one to this podcast and probably interesting for you. Um, the question is, let's talk about location. How does the notion of place play into what you do? Okay, so as a designer, for me, location plays uh, the role of a context, okay? Mm. So just for an example, a refrigerator or a washing machine design needs to cater to the local context, okay? Mm. Because food and clothing varies according to the geographical location. Mm. So another huge example is cars or maybe buses or motorbikes. So location, place, people have to be critically considered in uh, something like automotive design. Yeah. One very uh, simple definition of uh, modern design is the problem solving or designing for today's people, their needs and their aspirations. So it's 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 about the people which which uh, you are working for, their needs, their current needs, and their current location. Uh, I mean their contemporary needs. Okay, so it's not about future. It is about the current location, current needs, current uh, problems. So, uh, so that's why the place is a very important parameter and designers cannot always be at the same place where their users are, okay? So like if I'm doing an app for someone who is like in Canada, so I cannot be in Canada and be, uh, and be uh, working on the app uh, for the same place. But then we have to empathize and feel, uh, feel the user. We have to identify with the user wherever they might be. So that's where the research plays a very important role. And also the user study and maybe uh, the term which is empathize. So yeah, the place and the location is a very important thing. And just for people like me, my most important treasures are my available resources, like materials, manufacturing facilities, skilled people, and of course, food. So I really enjoy the local food everywhere I go. So place is a very important thing in context of uh, industrial design. I like that a lot. I like place as context. You know, I'm very much of that world, um, you know, trying to understand people before you decide how, what to make yeah. for them. Um, I definitely work in that way. I often talk. I heard your, 
ted talk uh, regarding airports so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, i i almost uh, felt the same thing but in terms of places perfect and yeah. number 6 if you had to start from the beginning what advice would you give your former younger self hmm so anyways currently i am very young <laughs> professional so but uh, starting from scratch uh, is a very important virtue i consider starting from scratch as a very important quality anyone could ever have uh, i have to certainly do this uh, every time i go i have to go on a drawing every time i take a new project i go back to the scratch but uh, if i have to talk in terms of my journey so far i am definitely willing to start from scratch okay not that i had uh, bad experiences but it's exactly opposite of that so i will uh, consider starting from scratch as uh, a good thing because every time i do that i reinvent myself and i'll try to learn something new okay that happens with everyone but i i think uh, uh, doing this thing is very difficult because there's always some baggage and there is always some legacy which is lost so but for me uh, i i like to uh, learn something new i like to talk to new people i like to venture to into new places new domains and do something that is core to my heart so starting from scratch is like doing something which is really you always start from your heart okay you always start from something which you already have in your body or in your body in your mind in your brain so i have learned new things about uh, myself during this process and i am always pro scratching so i consider this as a good quality rather than uh, a difficult process i like that i like talking about scratch in that way um you know mm-hmm. i think that it's a good point to say that even though you're starting from scratch you're always building on something um yeah. and and how does that kind of uh shape the way um that that you you are restarting i think is an important um point Hmm. Number seven. What's a day in your life like? Ah, so if I'm not working overnight, or if if I'm not finishing an entire season on season on Netflix, I tend to sleep a little bit late and get up uh, just an hour before uh, I need to leave my house. So uh, practically, I organize everything the previous night and. i usually have a heavy uh, breakfast i am a pure vegetarian so i fill my stomach with quantity of food uh i think oh, all over the uh, tasks for the day during the breakfast uh, and also detail the time slots for the day uh, required for each task i don't get carried away usually by individual task during the day time so if if something is uh, has to be done so it has to be done within the time and with the quality which is required for that day uh then my lunch is very average composition of food and chatting with uh, people around i love serving food and talking to people so food is one way where i uh, i can break the ice with a lot of people so even though uh, i don't eat a non vegetarian meal so but i love cooking it and i love serving to people so in that way you always connect to people uh and uh, they immediately accept your uh, uh, your words so i do that i start my freelance work after my office hours uh, whenever that might be and finish it before 8 to 9 pm i don't have dinner i usually have some soup 
because two two of my meals are very heavy and uh, night i don't feel like having something solid and after that i spent a couple of hours with my two kids uh, lovely kids and uh, and after that i spent the rest of the time planning for the next day and i keep everything prepared so it's not that i am too busy because my uh, day time is big and my night time is very small and with, you can always rest uh, in every task you do so it's not that i uh, am deprived of any sleep or any rest but uh, yeah so uh, i increase my uh, day time usually and i if i have to go somewhere i reach early uh, and if i i would always prefer to wait for so others rather than hurry uh, and also i have made my house far away from city so i enjoy the life uh, over here every single moment so i am not exhausted in anything uh, at least not mentally physically we can be but uh, mentally i i am always refreshed i enjoy the weather uh, and once in a year i go on a road trip to distant places uh, with my friend i i hope you remember ashish ashishner do you remember yeah yes so uh, both of us usually take the car any any small car and we go at least 3 to 4000 kilometers in india and we go and have food we we stay at random places and we come back so there's nothing glamorous in my usual day but uh, as an educator i meet a lot of people on any given day and i talk a lot with people during the day time so the rest of the time i i keep quiet and i talk to myself <laughs> I like what you said about food, you know, I'm I'm very kind of mindful about the idea of food and community, food and people getting together around food. Um, you yeah. know, I think historically it's been that food was always that time where people kind of got together and talked about their day. Um and uh it's super interesting to hear that that's like a fundamental way of of how you how you eat mm -hmm. and, and how food yes. works for you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyways, you uh, you uh, know this thing called empathize, and uh, it's like a religion for every designer. And uh, food is where you can start this process. So, mm -hmm. when you accept someone, you 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 go through whatever they do do in their uh, community, in their uh, uh, geography, in their location, around the family. So that's where uh, we have to start empathizing. Nice, I like that. Um, number eight, lifelong learning is a popular topic. How do you stay up to date? Okay, so uh, as told earlier, uh, my I do freelance, and so my freelance projects are always challenging at first. Uh, whenever uh, a product is designed, it appears in the market a couple of years after it is designed. So, uh, so we fall as designers we fall in the inception phase so we are in the birth phase of any product or any output as designers and for this we need to implement new technologies and new advancements in the design so to stay up to date uh, uh, i have to usually do a lot of research whenever there is a brief uh, in any project uh, i start with online research i have to go and meet technology experts uh, you know, they are quite rare 
so uh, i have to go travel places to meet people who are experts in their own domain uh, who are experts in materials who are experts in let's say any uh, any kind of uh, automation technology uh so i do that usually i have to do that as a freelancer because there's no escape uh, for this i cannot copy paste any anything which is uh, which is there okay and also i am a teacher or a mentor so i tend to guide students uh, for the future and its challenges and for this also i have to personally research into new things so uh, but every new project every new class every new course uh, it always starts with research it has to be with uh, online research it has to be with books it has to be with uh, a lot of journals uh, and research papers and also meeting people physically because they explain to me the uh, nuances which are not there in the uh, digital uh, space like some kind of keypad which has issues with uh, with whether some kind of uh, displays which have issues with the location or the dryness in the air so all these things are there which only experts can explain to me so i go and meet them nice um you know in uh in design research is becoming more and more prominent and, and the 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 process of talking to people to to discover things it becomes more and more important um number nine what tools do you use are you digital are you analog okay so tools is a interesting word for me uh, because i use both physical and digital tools quite frequently mm. uh, because uh, i do products so physical tools are there to shape the actual output right physical output mm -hmm. like a sketch or a mockup or a prototype Mm -hmm. and uh, digital is almost for the same but not physically so uh, the tools are quite same in physical as well as digital domain mm -hmm. uh, even if you go on photoshop this the tool is a brush a brush or a pen tool okay so it represents something which is physical okay mm -hmm. so for me i know that humans connect with physical things and they appear physically in virtual domain okay so uh I, there's no distinguishing between the digital and physical tools i have to learn both i am comfortable with physical tools and i treat uh, digital output as a part of deliverable okay not as ideation so during ideation phase i do not usually go to the digital domain but definitely any kind of output which has to be delivered it has to be a digital output so because that's the norm for a, making any plastic part you have to give the digital data for the surface for anything which is like an application it has to be a digital output so digital is the part of deliverable and uh, physical is part of ideation according to me and so like that you know what you're saying reminds me of the design word skeuomorphism um you know referring to the uh the the brush and pencil in photoshop you know as mm -hmm. as uh things from the real world that get translated into yeah, the yeah, yeah. um yeah, yeah. and the second uh, yeah so sorry you can no, continue please continue no no i the second part of your question is a uh, digital nomad uh, yeah so yeah. i am not a digital nomad but uh I do carry my required laptop and software and uh, whenever I go on vacation also mm -hmm. 
Mm. I am not a very busy person. Okay. So I don't mind working anywhere and anytime. But uh, I don't know whether it is called as a digital domain or not. But yeah, my work usually comprises of uh, half and half of both. So digital and physical. Nice. Yeah, it's a funny term, digital nomad. We've got all sorts of different angles about what it might mean. Um, mm-hmm. And so halfway here, number 10, how do you deal with work-life balance? Hmm. So I I don't do not have any issues with the balancing act. So I, I, I at least I feel maybe my family might have some other <laughs> opinion, but uh, I do not have any separation in my mind about work and other life. So I enjoy during my work. That's the big thing. And I also work during my enjoyment too. So, uh, I mean, physically I'm at work and I might be enjoying some something or other thing. And if I'm enjoying maybe on a vacation, I I, I can also work for some time. So, uh, I, I cannot separate this. Uh, I have a very supportive family, like I told. So, my lack of time at home is understood by them. So, I do feel privileged uh, because of my family. I, uh, I have, but I do feel that I have to give more time to family because my kids are growing up and they, they, uh, they, they need few things from me. So, but I try to compensate it uh, periodically by going out with them and having a good time together. So I'm been trying to do that, but, uh, even they, uh, my daughter used to come uh, every evening. She used to come to college to be in the workshop and enjoy the work which I do. So since very, uh, very, she was very small and she used to come and work with a lot of tools in the workshop and she enjoyed watching me uh, when I was working and she also started with some things which uh, uh, she saw. So I don't know whether it could be separated or not, but as it is part of my personality, so even they, they feel like doing such things I like that the yeah the interweaving of, of family with with work is super interesting. That's a great story about your daughter. Um, number eleven. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you be doing? Yeah. So this is, I think, the most difficult question uh, because there's no answer to this as. Uh, as my job as an educator might change, okay. So if I'm not doing as a, I'm not working as a, a teacher or a mentor in a college, I it might change. But I, uh, I might work something which is design related domain, okay. So uh, maybe as a model maker or a prototyping guy, I, I might not have a concrete answer to it, but uh, uh, I will work with something which is, uh, which I have skill. So. Uh, some I will always work with my skills and if I cannot work with my skills, I cannot work anywhere. So if I have to work uh, in a data entry job, I cannot do that. If I have to work as a maybe uh, a director of some 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 uh, management firm, I can't do that. If it is not with my skill, I can't do it. Nice. That's super interesting. You know, I think back to that earlier question about starting from scratch and then you know, yeah. thinking about how that might work to build up the skills again, to do something that you're skilled at, and then kind of start from scratch again. It's a really interesting um, idea of what a process might be like. Mm. 
Um, number 12, what would you not like to do with your career? Yeah, uh, since I started uh, right in my first semester of uh, my design education, uh, uh, I always didn't like work to work on computers. So uh, not just computers, but something which is virtual. Okay. So of course I have to work because uh, that's the uh, better half of design. Okay. So uh, digital work on computers and virtual work on computers is always uh, better. It's always perfect and it's always glamorous. Okay. So I have to do that, uh, but I really can't achieve much in that side. So I would do till certain phase and then I would take help of uh, someone better at that job. Uh, my, I've, I've learned over these years, I've learned to delegate this uh, task to uh, some expert. Okay. And then getting the best output from that people. But I, if it is, if it is just purely digital, I usually uh, be reluctant to do it. Although I have to do it. So I would definitely not like to work completely on something digital or virtual. So that's my point of view. I mean, in the future, right now we have to, every day we have to work on uh, something which is digital, something which is physical, like taking a class or a lecture is a physical uh, aspect. But uh, putting a session plan for the same thing is the digital aspect. So both of these are important. But if I have to do something which is completely digital, I would not like to do it. Great. Um, number 13, what's your favorite word, quote, or sentence? Mm, so my favorite quotes could be, or sentences, there are many actually. They are usually from crime movies or gangster movies or some series on Netflix, <laughs> uh, like something from Godfather. But uh, my favorite word is empathy. Okay. Uh, so empathy is uh, something which has, uh, I mean, it's a, it's quite deep. And to actually implement it in your real life or your real profession is a lifelong process. So we cannot actually truly accept anyone else's uh, point of view, but it's a process. It's like, uh, it's, a, it's like a lifelong process and you always try to be better at it. So empathy is my favorite word I can say. What's your least favorite word, quote, or sentence? Uh, oh, I mean, uh, all these success quotes, these quotes which are like always saying success is about this and this and that. So they are usually meaningless to me mm -hmm. because it's like a broadcast which is given to everyone. So mm -hmm. it's not valid to anyone in all the contexts. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, because it is quite generally and commonly used uh, to motivate people and which is actually not true. I mean, if you follow, follow the same success story of someone else, you are not going to succeed at it. Okay. Mm -hmm. The only way anyone has succeeded in their life or in their profession is because they have uh, started from scratch. They have gone to their core. They have uh, really struggled in a very unique way. Okay. And if you try to copy in same thing in your life, uh, you won't get that same output. So uh, the word success, which is misplaced everywhere is what I don't like. It's a good one. Um, if you had to pick a word to describe yourself, what would you choose? 
uh, you mentioned digital nomad so uh, earlier which i am not but uh, i am definitely i would like to call myself as a nomad so hmm. i always travel not just physically but i travel from uh, different phases of uh, the profession to have new experiences so i would like to call myself as a nomad uh, uh, i don't travel by planes i am a claustrophobic person <laughs> but i travel by trains and roads and uh, any other uh, transport uh, which is to get, get to know new people uh, and their life and their work and very interesting uh, human evolution we had abruptly we had uh, mixing of uh, communities mixing of generations like today we are talking with each other thousands of uh, miles apart so uh, this has abruptly happened it has never happened before so and this is a human evolution it has not been created by uh, aliens it has not been created by any god of some nature but it has been done by humans themselves so human evolution is something which i i would like to travel to all the time and experience them <laughs> great what keeps you up at night ah only two things uh, actually three things uh, uh, one is the uh, deadline okay uh, when i used to be uh, with symbiosis i was heading the department so i didn't get time uh, during the day but uh, at night i i always took up new challenges and i would finish that task till morning so i had a good colleague over there uh and both of us used to sleep in like three four days uh, we used to sleep like one hour or two hours so the work actually kept us uh, all night and uh, that affected my health also uh, but now uh, the work and uh, my family sometimes maybe uh, but it's usually the work and the third thing is the netflix <laughs> <laughs> um awesome and then final stretch here number 17 what's a dream you're chasing okay so uh uh this a very what do you call a uh, conceptual question and uh, the dream of uh, the, the dream i've been chasing is uh, uh let's say when i started into this profession it was i i, I actually escaped from my previous uh, personality which is the engineering and then the monotonous things and all the things and then when i came over uh, to learn the new things in design and all these things so i it was like a dream okay so it was fulfilled back then only but right now i have to do something which is of a unique quality and my uh, what do you call my lasting impression on something uh, which i which which anybody would call as my design like kushal's design so it may be some 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 something which is physical or it may be something which is quite different from a physical design so i would be definitely putting a stamp on something uh which people might call kushal's design or maybe kushal's approach to design or kushal's uh method of designing nice so that's um... my dream That is this great one. Number 18, what inspires you? Ah, uh, uh, everyday challenges. Every 
every need which is there so uh, very interesting that uh, uh, need for today is like uh, it's like a norm for tomorrow okay so today we have a need of something and tomorrow it becomes like a norm okay mm-hmm. it's like a normal thing in our lives so uh today's need or maybe uh, people's need in today or the future is like something which is really inspirational there is always something to think about there is always something to aspire for and there is always something to go ahead rather than going back everybody must have had bad experiences in their previous uh half of life so uh, uh the needs or identifying new things uh in this uh, in this humanity is like which keeps you pushing forward like something is getting exhausted any resource is always getting exhausted so always we always aspire to find something which is new okay which is renewable which is uh, uh which is the need for tomorrow okay so mm-hmm. that is always which is uh inspiring not just me to every every person who is working in any profession okay so need is something which is uh you, which inspires me and i think some way or the other it is inspiring everyone who is working in any profession that's super interesting um, it makes me think of john maeda who talks about um how people do things but then they run out of energy and they need to refuel versus like if a machine does something it never run out, runs out of energy it can keep doing it over yeah. and over and over again um i guess that's part of what makes us human um yeah. any advice you'd like to share hmm so uh yeah just a uh, uh, long chat we had before about starting from scratch i i really don't don't want to mean it in a very uh, hmm. what do you call uh, uh literal way okay so starting from scratch is not like you have to leave your current profession and then go back to uh, learning new things and all those things but if you go to your core and if you if you keep on uh, hanging on to your uh, legacy or something which you have already made and then you are very proud of it so then that's where you have a problem so i would always like to uh, do myself or i would like to always guide my students also or any learner that you you have to just leave it okay so you just move on uh, you've attained something from your good or bad experiences and then move on and you have to start from what you have with you right now and so that's like starting from scratch every day as always with every new challenge every new person every new task which you face okay so that's that's where you you will you we will have a very unique output very unique uh, contribution to to the society or maybe to our community uh, so unlearn and then learning again unlearn and then learning again so has yeah. to be mm-hmm. part of the usual process okay i i cannot go to my class every day and uh, feel that i have been uh, just because i am teaching some course i am an expert in that course okay so uh, i'll be trying to uh, always look back on the res- online research going to and talking to people and then including in my uh, presentation which i show to students that okay this is going to uh, this is going to happen during the course of these next 2 3 years and you need to follow this thing according to me and then 
uh, I am not an expert in that, but I always try to uh, maybe unlearn a few things, which I feel that they are uh, my baggage, and I always try to move on with new things. I'm really glad you mentioned unlearning. I think it's a crucial part of becoming a designer, and it's very hard to get to. You know, we talk about starting from scratch as kind of starting from zero. Um, but most people are in the negative and they have a, they have that baggage. And how do you kind of let go of that so that you can um, start from the beginning again can be a difficult thing, but a necessary thing, I think, in design. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, number so it's five. like the uh, it's like the memory in our cell phones. So uh, if we have a very small memory uh, in our cell phones, we try to take very crucial and very important photographs and then keep uh, looking at it over and over again. If we have a big memory in our like 256 GB or 512 GB, so we randomly take uh, photographs, we try to capture each and every moment and we never go back and look at those images, okay? And we, we do not have that capability of sorting important things to the unimportant things. So that's what happens with experiences also, uh, where if you have the, if you want to hold on to the important and unimportant things together, then you will, we will never progress, okay? We will keep on needing new, new memories in our lives, okay? Mm. <laughs> so that's what I feel mm. usually. Nice. Um, and number 20, how can our listeners keep tabs on you? How can we follow you? How? Huh. So as a, I, I just have an email ID. I have a Facebook uh, profile. And uh, just because of peer pressure, I have a Insta account also. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, my I, I continuously follow. I uh, check my email, okay, because it's my it's my freelance. Uh, it's the email ID which I created 15 years back for my freelance work, okay. Mm -hmm. So that's where people can contact me and uh, and Facebook, which is my Facebook ID. So it's Kushal Jadav. I don't know the profile name, but it is you. You can search for Kushal Jadav and you might be able to get in touch with me. Uh, but if it is regarding work, you can definitely email me on zyn.design at gmail. So uh, zyn was, was the word which I thought of stamping on my products, which I would be creating mm -hmm. as a ex as a what do you call a successful designer. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I kept that name on uh, and uh, I will do that in the future where it will be really stamped on something zyn.design Awesome well thanks so much Kushal um, you know so awesome to hear about your ideas around making and prototyping right away um, and uh, you know I really like the conversation we had around food and community and people um, but even just hearing about how you live your life and the way that, you know, your work life is kind of um, is kind of um, resulting in, in good things, I think is really inspiring. And I think a lot of our audience will be inspired by that. So thanks so much for coming on the show. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Thomas. And uh, it was you uh, who really always kept in touch with me. I really uh, wished for having the hard copy of your book. Uh, and uh, I would 
uh, always congratulate you uh, because you are the one who is always uh, uh, trying to do some uh, unachievable tasks. So I would like to congratulate as well as uh, wish you all the best for everything which you do. Thank you so much, Krishna. Unique ways. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thomas. If you like today's podcast, I encourage you to have a listen to other episodes. You can easily find them at uniqueways.ca or wherever you find podcasts. You can also find us on social media. And thank you. It's you that makes these great, and it's you who these are for. Stay tuned for more unique ways. Thank you.